Welcome to Road to Redemption, a show sharing powerful life testimonies, giving hope to those on their own road to redemption. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Road to Redemption. My name is Colby Anderson, and I will be uh, hosting today. And and I've got a a great friend, a, a brother in Christ, a dear friend to me with us today, Travis Kring. Travis, how you doing, man? Colby, I'm doing great. I'm I'm, I'm thankful. I say this often, I, I'm swimming in the ocean of God's grace and, and just thankful to be here. Amen, buddy. Amen. Well, Travis, you know, I brought you here and you and I have, uh, have gotten close through the years, but I just want to hear and I want you to talk a little bit about your testimony and your walk with Christ. You know, um, here on Road to Redemption, you know, we want to talk about the road, that, mm-hmm. that what it looks like leading up to um to to finding Christ and, and making Him Lord of your life, and and then you know the redemption part of that mm. of what it, what it looks like after you've started walking with Christ. So just tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, how you got to where you're at now, Kobe. It's been a uh, you know I describe it like this. It's been a beautifully painful road in such a um, in such an awesome way. God God has has shown me in the last two and a half years more about myself, more about love and compassion than I ever knew. Um, prior to and and, um, restoring and healing and how good he is and how he uses all things for good. My my story um, starts in Nashville, Tennessee. So um, spent most of my life in Nashville coaching and training basketball players and um, just really grew. uh, uh, My my heart grew cold. My heart grew angry and ego kind of dominated my life for a period of time and caused me to kind of go down a road of sin that um, a very selfish road of sin that Im- impacted uh, and affected a lot of people. My actions impacted and affected a lot of people. And ultimately that led to April 5th, 2021. And so I kind of jumped to that. April 5th, 2021 was a, was a day I'll never forget. I've got several dates. And that was the day I was in West Palm Beach, Florida at a church with my son, Luke. And... Um, God spoke to me that day. There was a there was a service that day, and God spoke to me that the pastor was asking about identify someone in your life that you love dearly, but is easily offended, angry, and mistreats you. And the pastor was talking about this. And my son Luke, who's seventeen now, he was thirteen then, um, fourteen then. I tapped him on the shoulder, and I was fully expecting him to say his mama. And he looked at me and said, "Dad, that's you." In this service, and it hit my heart. I'll never forget it. And so God really just hit my heart with um, easily offended and angry. I needed to work on it. And he, and he got my attention that day. And it's been just a beautiful two and a half years since. And I can walk you through that journey, but it's been a beautiful two and a half years since. Yeah. Amen. I love what you said at the very beginning, a beautifully painful mm-hmm. road. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. when we look back at our walk, I think that's what a lot of it is. It, it's, um, it, it gets us to where we're at yeah. now. But it, in looking back, yeah, it, praise God, thank you for bringing me to where I'm mm. at now. But it wasn't, it mm. wasn't easy, and it, and it, and a lot of times it, it, it's not easy as we're walking this out, as we're walking through the fire. But through the fire, God is pulling out those impurities. Mm. He's pulling out those things that 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 we don't need in our lives, and mm. He doesn't want us to have in our lives. And and as we um, grow closer to Him. He's trying to to mold us into the man, men and women of God that he, he he's ultimately called us to be. Oh, I'm so thankful. You're right. Actually, May fifteenth, twenty twenty one, I got First Peter one seven tattooed on me, 
And that is that is exactly referring to that um, specific philosophy is how he purifies us the way he does gold. And he purifies us because he loves us so much and he wants all of that out of us. He wants to eradicate all that sin. He loves us enough to do it. And for that, I'm forever grateful he, um, that he cared and loved me enough not to let me continue to go down that road that, I, that could have destroyed many more people and could have destroyed my family in a way that maybe would have been irreparable. And he brought me here. He brought me here, and and you and I are close, and we know, and you know my story, but, um, how he he directed me through Paul Hunter at Great and Fitness Center right here in Blue Mountain Beach, to to your house and men's men's small group, men's Bible study, and that was June fifteenth, twenty twenty one, the first day I stepped into your house, a broken, um, hurting individual who had just gone through divorce. Um, my sons were uh, full time full custody, full-time living with their mom, had lost my job, um, was weighing weighed 171 pounds. I'm 195 pounds right now, probably more than that actually, but was 171 pounds broken physically, emotionally, spiritually, nowhere to turn, nowhere to go. And God orchestrated and directed Paul Hunter to lead me to your house for that Tuesday night men's group. And um, my life was forever changed. Yeah, you know, and that's where you and I first met yeah. Uh, yeah. for the first time. And so I, I'll never forget you walking into the house that night. We were just doing our normal thing, our normal Bible study. I can't remember if you you came in during a testimony night or, or it was some other curriculum that we were doing. But, you know, I'll never forget what you said. You said, yeah, all that sounds great. Mm. I see what you guys are doing, and, and it sounds like things are, are, are going well in your life. Little did you know is we all have our problems too, right? Mm -hmm. That's why we're all there together. We're mm -hmm. trying to grow in Christ and build each other up, as, as he calls us to in, in his word. But you, you said, how, how do you get there? Yeah. How do you get from where I'm at to where you guys are at? Mm -hmm. And I remember I told you it's consistency. Yeah. Yeah. It's consistency in God's word. It's consistency in walking in the church doors every Sunday. It's consistency in going to men's group mm. and being surrounded by other men of God who can strengthen you and sharpen you as, as we're sharpening each other. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. man, to see you two and a half years mm. later uh, to where God's brought you now, is just, man, oh, it's, inc it's incredible, man. Mm. It's powerful. And, and, and those were so simple. I wanted the quick fix. I wanted the answer. I wanted it all healed. I wanted it all restored. God, make me healthy. God, bring my wife and my sons back. God, give me a good opportunity here. God, forgive me. It's over. Uh, be the genie in the bottle and make it all better. And it doesn't work like that. The relationship has to happen. And I grew up in a church, and I never had a relationship. I had a list of rules that were really important, do's and don'ts. But the relationship is what's been so huge for me. And that started at your house with being able to be honest and vulnerable with people and share things I struggle with, share my sin, be transparent with the things I had done that God had convicted me of and was eradicating from my life, be able to say that and feel safe and feel worthy and not feel judged, not feel condemned, but know that we're, like you said, we're all, we're all on this road together, different situations we deal with, but we're on this road together. And that was a powerful thing. That was such safety and security. God orchestrated that group. He knew that I needed to feel that way and know that so that I could begin that consistent journey. So so let me ask you, Travis, because this is, 
a lot of times I say people don't know what they don't know. Yeah. I, I didn't know what was on the other side of, of a true relationship with Jesus Christ, yeah. not just going to church on Sunday. I did that for years um, and, and still um, living in a, in, a, in a very sinful uh, way. But, but what would you say to people that um, haven't made it to a small group yet or mm -hmm. haven't really come into relationship with Jesus Christ? And, and how, what direction would you give them to to start that journey? Well, uh, my initial thought that came to mind immediately when you said that was, we need hope. So where's the hope come from? I needed hope. I needed to believe there was something more, there was something better, that God had a plan for my life, that there was ultimately gonna be some joy, some peace, uh, that the anxiety and the fear was gonna leave. And so I needed to know there was hope. And I felt hope in a relationship with other believers who had been other godly men who had been through it, who had experienced some things. And I felt so certain of that once I was there. So I would direct people to um, someone in their life that they might know that really has, has a heart for Jesus and can provide some hope for them to get that ball rolling. Because that's where I was. And when it started, you know, God orchestrated some people in that group that were able to pour into me and share with me and give me hope. And then that spiritual endurance, and it grows, and it's exciting, and you see things, and you feel things, and God really speaks to you and orchestrates different ways of your life, how he puts things together. And then you can get to where, this is what I thought really this morning, then you, then I, over time, you get to where the things of earth truly grow strangely dim. They become less important. The daily fears, the daily concerns, they're there. But there's just a sense of peace and hope knowing that you do have the Lord there to be able to handle those and walk with you. And there is hope there. I, I don't know if that answered it, but that's no, kind of where good. mine went. That's really good because you're right. So many people, I love what you said right there. Cling to somebody, reach out to somebody yes. that you know is a is a follower of Christ. Mm -hmm. Not somebody that necessarily just goes to church on Sunday, mm -hmm. but somebody who truly... Um, is following Christ, and and you see it in in the way they move. You know, I, I sometimes I get people, and I'm sure you've had the same thing. People will reach out that you know don't really follow Jesus, you mm -hmm. know, or or um, not going to church or or whatever it is, and they'll say, "Hey, man, I'm dealing with this." So kind of unload a lot of yes. these things that yes. they're going through. Can you pray for me? Yeah. And, and, you know, if you're going through that right now, if you're sitting in a place where you don't have a relationship, start out with, with reaching out to somebody. Get some hope yeah. in your life from, from somebody who can help um, guide you um, back to Jesus Christ. Because at the end of the day, you have no idea, if you're not a follower of Jesus Christ, you have no idea what it looks like oh, on true. the other side so of that. And, I, and I'm not talking about somebody just shows up to church on Sunday. Mm -hmm. I did that for years and I wasn't a true follower of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. I showed up to church, but not even close. I'm talking about a true follower of Jesus Christ. There is a peace, mm -hmm. a joy, a mm -hmm. hope on the other side of that relationship that that is greater than, than you could ever imagine. Oh, so good. It leads me right to that leads me right into Philippians four, which talks about being able, being able to rejoice in all circumstances and not be anxious. 
and that sounds outrageous. That's to me in, 20, in the summer of 2021, that was not possible. It was not possible to to be joyful, to be to be, have peace, to not be anxious. That that, that consumed me. I had uh, my sons were not. I, I didn't spend. My sons were telling their mom, "I don't want dad around. Tell dad don't come to my basketball games. Tell dad that we don't want to have dinner. We don't want to see him." Mm. That was devastating. And how God has restored that in a way that has been. It's truly a miracle. It's a miracle. But what he's done is piece by piece put people in my life, piece by piece softened Colin Luke's heart. I've got them tattooed on me too. Restored that relationship through the process of consistency, mm. through people here. And you're a vital part of that, Colby. And I'm so thankful for you to that that made me feel valued and worthy. And any time I could call, any time I could share. And then it then it gets to where. You can stand almost on your own two feet and then people start reaching to you, like you said, and asking me and I can share with them what God's done. I'm an evidence of it. I mean, there's no, I know too much. Dan Leanne said that I know too much. There's no going back now because what God's done the past two and a half years is concrete. It is tangible evidence of what he can do in your life. But you got to lay it down and surrender it and you got to be, be able to say that this is the time right now, God, like I can't do it. I can't do it. I need you. None of this stuff's going to happen in my life. None of this joy, none of this peace is going to happen unless you orchestrate it and you direct it. And that was a hard thing to do. Yeah. But it was been a, it's been a beautiful process since. You said something right there. Lay it down and surrender it. Mm. And, and mm-hmm. the pro- so here's the thing with that. So many of mm. us will say a prayer, we'll be at church, and we'll say, oh, okay, God, I lay it down, I surrender it. I heard it on Road to Redemption. I surrender it. Yeah. And then you go about the world and, uh, you know, go about your day and continue on in the world doing things as you always done. And the world's going to going to take that away yeah. from you. Yeah. It, the, the surrendering part is surrender your time yes. to God. Oh, surrender your time to small groups, to church, because through that and through that relationship that you start to walk in, you can really surrender the things that you're you're struggling with because Jesus will be there for you as you're doing that. But so many people, I think they they may hear that and they're like, "Oh, okay, all right, Lord, I surrender." Um, you know, whatever sin they're dealing That's with, right. or I surrender this. But but it's really surrendering your anxiety to show up to a small group. It's surrendering yeah. your fear to to go into a church. It's sur- surrendering your time in the morning just to open God's Word and start to read it. Oh, exactly. And it, and it becomes so consistent and part of what you do. When I think back on my, my routine um, before really Jesus got a hold of my heart, the things that were in my daily routine, I had alcohol and pornography in my daily routine. And those things now, like God has filled he has filled, and it becomes what, uh, how you live every single day. You you want more of it. You do. It, it it is your time. My routine now involves time with Jesus, time at the gym, time with my sons, time in what I in in my career, my profession. Those are staples of what I do now. And you know, we talked about this just the other day. You you desire more of it because you see what it does in your heart. You see what he does, and you feel what he does. And then it becomes okay. Hey, the church is. We got this going on. We got a. We got a. Uh, a renewal night coming up. Oh, dude, I can't wait. Let's go. We've got an opportunity for a. Um, a music night. You know. The, um, yeah. Let's hit it. Let's do it. You. You. 
we greeted the door. We, we serve. We want to be part of what we're doing because it, it becomes who you want to be and what you want to be part of. But it started with one men's group on a Tuesday night. It started with, yeah, coming to a service and coming in by yourself. It become, I got to read some scripture. I got to spend some time. I got to share w- with God today from my heart. Talk to him like he's right here with me. He is. I pour out to him. I talk to him every single day, all day. And those are things. And then you just become more and more. It's 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 good. Yeah, the 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 uh, the saying of 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 more of him, less of me. Yeah, it's it's it has to work in that direction. It can't be uh, less of me, and then and then I'll put more of him. Yeah, in. you know it doesn't work yeah. backwards. It's always more of God, less of me. Yeah. I, I remember when I joined a small group. You know, my my wife had signed me up. There were some things mm. going on that, that that got really bad, and and I and, and in my head I would think. I, this ain't this, what is this? Yeah. I don't want to do this. Yeah. Like I, I don't need this. I, I'm not. I'll go to this for a few weeks, uh, pacify her, and then I'll go back to my old friends, my old people. And it's like, man, through that one time showing up. No, oh, yeah. Um, it really, because she made me. But either way, I was there. Yeah, um, no doubt. Yes. It changed my life. It mm-hmm. changed your life. It changed. I mean, I could list 25 guys right now. Yeah who have radically changed. And it's not because, yeah. it's because of what God did when we we surrendered. It's right. All right, Lord, I, I don't know what you're going to do with this, but I'm just going to go. I'm going to show you up. It. Yes. Um, and mm-hmm. then as we do that, you know, that doesn't mean that, that pressure's not there, that the fire's not there, but as pressure and fire through life come in, they create the most beautiful things, Amen. but you got to have God as you walk through that. So as we as we're being refined, mm-hmm. as that pressure makes that beautiful diamond, you know those are the things that that we're we're looking to to become a diamond or or become that that pure gold. Yeah. But you can't do that without God in your life. Amen. You have to have that. So so tell us tell us you know a little bit about where you're at today, Travis, and what you're doing. I know you're now you're a small group leader. Mm. Um mm. tell us a little bit about what you got going on with your family and and kind of where you're at. It's it's amazing to think the first group upstairs in your house with with uh that group of guys as broken as I was uh I had a I had a uh, spiral notebook I was writing down every word. I was writing down every word that Garland would say, that Travis Wilburn would say, that because I, I wanted to absorb it. I was a broken vessel. And to think now how God has brought me and used me, and then you've allowed, you guys have allowed me to, to lead a freedom, co-lead a freedom group. Um, it, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's unbelievable, and I'm so thankful for it. And it's given me such confidence to be able to say, my story, my, my life, is a beautiful, painful and beautiful testimony to now use to impact the kingdom for others. That's the reason God allowed that to happen. God allowed me to go through that and still is, is purifying me to this day. My son's Colin Luke in uh, spring of 2021, like I talked about, nothing to do with me. God has restored that in a way that I couldn't even have imagined. They both now live with me full time um, our relationship is closer than I could have ever imagined it would have ever been before. More than I even prayed for and dreamed of. We are, they are my closest friends. Both of them attend church with me every week. Our, we got our spot. We sit every week. Cole now brings his girlfriend with, she's a student at FSU. He brings his girlfriend with him every week. 
And we talk Jesus, we talk scripture. And truly one of the most powerful things that God taught me through this is um, live it, Travis, live it. Let me refine you. Let me change you. Live it and let Colin Luke see it and trust me in the timing that they'll see it, that they'll know it. But you got to be pure and transparent and honest and you got to live it. You got to live it every day and you do it. I'll bring them back. I'll bring them back in the way I want them to be back. And I don't preach to them. I, you know, we talk and it's beautiful. I just live it. And and I I live it because God's changed my heart. And I'm so grateful. Man, I love it, Travis. Mm -hmm. You know, just to see where you were, where you're at, Mm -hmm. and where you're headed. Mm -hmm. uh, And the relationships that have been restored because of the things that you've implemented in your life, putting Christ first. Mm -hmm. Um, And and it's changed everything. Mm -hmm. So, man, thank you for being Mm -hmm. with us today. You know, I I greatly appreciate it. Here at Road to Redemption, one thing, you know, or three things we talk about at the end of every show is, you know, we want you to get plugged into a church. We're here in Miramar Beach. Destiny Worship Center is an incredible church. But yes. if it's not here, find a Bible uh, mm. preaching church, one that preaches the Bible, that knows that, and, and is, um, is good with community. You know, God calls us to do life at church, but he also calls us to do life in small groups. Have a small group. Make sure you join a small group. We're, we're, we're called to do life together, not just inside the walls on Sunday, but also outside in the community, meeting from house to house. Join a small group. And the last thing is open the Bible. There's mm. plenty of Bible apps. We use the Version Bible app. I know a lot of us do. Um, just open God's Word and start to read it. And it, it, it will change your life. If you could implement, we're just starting 2024. We're about 25 days in. You know, if you can implement some things in your walk this year, you will, these three things especially, uh, you will walk into 2025 a new person. Amen. No question. So, Travis, thank you again for being with us, man. I'm so grateful Mm -hmm. to have you here. Um, I love you, brother. And I tell Mm -hmm. you what I want to do, and we don't do this on every show, but I, I just... You know, we feel moved in here today. I want, I want you to, I want you to pray. Can you pray for uh, the listeners, for the people that um, we just pray a blessing over them mm-hmm. as they walk through this year and and can implement um, some things and, and strengthen their walk with Christ. Do you mind doing that? Yeah, for I'd us? love to. Thank, Thank you. you, brother. Lord Jesus, precious Lord Jesus, we love you. We're grateful. Thank you for what you do every day. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for the ultimate sacrifice, sending your son Jesus to die for us and give us life and give us opportunity at healing and restoration and and relationship like we never knew, like I never knew. The opportunities and the doors that you open for us to impact others and ultimately just to be the kind of man you want me to be and you want and the people you want us to be, Lord, in Mark ten forty five. Not to not to be served, but to serve, Lord. Help us have a kind, compassionate heart to serve and share. And never judge and never condemn. We know you love us. We know you're always there for us, no matter what. We're never too far gone. You're always there to redeem us, heal us, and restore us. I'm so grateful for that. Love you and thank you. I want to honor you in all that we do and all that we say. And it's your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen, brother. Thank you, Travis. You've been listening to Road to Redemption, sharing powerful life testimonies, giving hope to those on their own road to redemption. If you have any comments or questions, we would love to connect with you. You can reach out to us at destinyradio.live. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week on Road to Redemption.